Hey everybody, welcome to Bringing Meditation to Life, a podcast in which we immerse ourselves in the intersection of meditation and everyday life, in which we look at the ways meditation illuminates and deepens our experience of daily living and the ways life itself does the same for our practice. I'm your host, Neil McKinley. In the online gatherings, one of two web-based meditation communities I host, we've been talking about meditation as a practice through which we develop a more conscious relationship with our lives. Through directing our attention again and again toward what's going on for us, which is the fundamental dynamic of meditation, we develop a more conscious, a more aware a more deliberate relationship with whatever our lives might be. But what is the actual value of this? How might this one potential outcome of meditation practice, how might a more conscious relationship, have any real benefit in the day-to-day world of doctor appointments and soccer tournaments? I'm not at all being facetious in raising this question. It seems to me an important inquiry. It is also, I should add, something I really want to know. What is the benefit of a more conscious relationship with any aspect of my life? I've been contemplating this for several weeks now. I was pondering this this past weekend, for instance, as I wandered the aisle of our neighborhood's primary grocery store, the big one with the long aisles and the familiar name. We were trying a new recipe for dinner that evening, and I was looking for a new ingredient. I was looking for a particular type of pickled pepper. This search took me to the area holding dills and gherkins and other related preserves only to find that no such item was stocked by this outlet. Disappointed, I paused for a moment and thought perhaps I'd swing by Isan's on the way home and see what he had available. I bet he's got these, I thought to myself, only to then remember. Isan once ran a small but robustly packed European grocery near our house. He moved the business into a long-standing corner store location in the neighborhood, Oak Bay's oldest continuous retail location, I believe, two or three years ago. The beautiful space and the wonderful stock made the place popular with locals. His friendly demeanor and let-me-help-you attitude made the place extremely popular with us. He once told me, because conversations with Isan were common while shopping, he once told me that part of his intention with the store was to gradually become part of something. A community, a neighborhood, people's lives. He wanted the store to develop a conscious relationship with those it served. One in which his attention turned toward us and our attention turned toward him. A relationship in which he knew his customers and we knew him 
and something intentional and organic and sustaining was able to grow from this foundation. Up until recently, I suspected he might have achieved this aim. Achieved, at least for me. Dropping into the store, waving as I walked by, hearing about his olive olive farm in Turkey, and seeing him sweep the sidewalk each morning, all of these and more seemed to have become markers in my life through the past couple of years. So yes, up until recently, I suspected Isan might have achieved his aim of developing this conscious relationship. Today, however, I no longer suspect this aim might have been realized. Today, I know it has. Because Isan died a couple of months ago. His once lively store has fallen into darkness, and a sign on the front door, a sign on the locked front door, reads, Yambrosia will be closed indefinitely. The last time he said, see you, to me at the end of one of our regular transactions has become, well, It's become the last time we spoke, and I find myself reeling with this loss. I choke up when I make sparing use of my dwindling supply of the Greek table salt he recommended, and I can't bring myself to dispose of the empty container that once held Portuguese rock salt. My heart heavies when I walk by and there are no produce stands bursting with color on the sidewalk outside the store. And I actually shed a tear when, in the midst of a weekend grocery expedition, I thought Isan just might be able to supply an elusive ingredient for our evening meal, only to realize that no, he won't. So what is the value of developing a conscious relationship with our lives, a conscious relationship with any part of our lives? Well, It's an affecting gesture, for one thing. The deliberate and aware, the mutual sense of presence at the heart of such a relationship has, in my experience, the potential to touch, to move, and to stir us. It has the potential to affect us, in other words, to affect our relations with one another, to affect our relations with ourselves, and to affect our relations with this world. Which is, in retrospect, the main impact Isan had on my life. More than selling me mustard and olives, lettuce and cheese, it seems he has affected me. And I miss him dearly for this fact. And I wish him well. Thank you, as always, for listening, everybody. As always, if you want to know more about my work, you can visit my website at neilmckinley.com. And if you be happened to be listening on a platform other than that website, please consider subscribing or leaving a review. In the meantime, I trust you're doing well and taking care. And let's keep doing this work together. Let's keep bringing meditation to life. <laughs>